Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. continue our props breakdown series here on the prospects and props podcast but we move on to the wide receiver position the first of what is five groups of wide receivers for us to break down here on the show chris schubert jamie eisner back with you once again here on the show we appreciate you making this a part of your day and like we mentioned wide receiver props and we are coming in hot and heavy with the group today and we are kicking it off with the wide receiver one in all of football minnesota vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson. Jamie teased it yesterday, basically said who we were starting with, and we are getting into it with the biggest name in the position. Jamie, 1,350 and a half yards, eight and a half touchdowns. Jamie, he's hit this yard number each year of his career, yeah, it, 1,400, it's, it's, 16, 16, and 1,809. So the touchdown number is perfectly fine, whatever. I don't, I don't even want to discuss that. What am I missing with this yardage number? Jamie, 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 it's because Adam Thielen is no longer there. So all the attention is now going to be put onto Justin Jefferson. And so he's not going to be able to put up the type of numbers that we've seen each of the last three years because they're going to it's the cat's out of the bag now, Jamie. They're going to pay all this attention to Justin Jefferson. And so he can't possibly get to thirteen hundred and fifty yards. So he's going to get five hundred yards less. Guy had eighteen hundred nine yards last year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love this over here. I have Justin Jefferson getting uh, 1,688 yards, like three, oh, 338 yards above this total. Uh, I see no reason why he can't get there. Touchdowns are kind of where they should be. I have him at 8.8, and this is 8.5 here, and you know we've kind of seen that fluctuation between you know, at 7, 10, 8, so the touchdowns are a little bit harder to come by, but he's literally done this every year of his career. He's an absolute target machine who I expect to can get you know, 184 targets last year. I think he's going to probably get closer to 170 this year. But unless he gets hurt, I don't see no way he doesn't get over this. Right. And, and yes, Thielen's not there, but Thielen's missed significant time the last couple of years. They brought in Jordan Addison. KJ Osborne has emerged. They don't have Dalvin Cook in the backfield, and I don't think Madison's going to catch the ball quite as much as Dalvin Cook did or be targeted quite as much. This defense is as abysmal as it's been. So they're going to have to throw a lot. This is a high passing volume team. Literally, this checks every single box that you want. And I know 1350 as a betting line is really high. So I understand that, but it's not high enough. I, I see no reason. I, I think Justin Jefferson can get this in 14 games, possibly. He, he, he did it in 16 games in 2020. He had 1,400 so, yards in 16 games on only 125 targets, 88 catches. I I don't get this one. I know nope. I know you have to set the line somewhere, and sometimes it becomes tough when you deal with like elite teams or elite players setting the line. And we talked about this with Mahomes of even though we both took the over, the lines were just ridiculously high to begin with. Right. But I, I don't see the argument for betting the under here. Unless you have some inside information that his knee's gonna fall off. <laughs> I, I don't see the logic here in doing anything. If you want to stay away, sure, whatever. But like I don't see the logic on betting anything on this but the over in receiving yards. I mean, Jamie, we're, we're, we're going hot and heavy here. You went Justin Jefferson, and now you went with my guy here in the second spot here for the show. Detroit Lions, wide receiver one, Amon Ra St. Brown. 999 and a half on the yards, five and a half on the touchdowns. Jamie, 
I don't know what to do here. Oh, I do. I mean, I would take the over if you made me if you made me pick one. I'm taking the. Oh, I feel good about the over on the yards. Uh, I have him at, at twelve twenty five, so about two hundred twenty five yards over this. Uh, he was able to to be a thousand yard receiver last year. Mm-hmm. The target share is not going away. Like I haven't I haven't down for one hundred fifty five targets this year. It's nine more than he had last year. Where else is the ball going? Yeah, Jameer Gibbs, yes, yeah, sure. It's Great. not going to Jamison right. Williams for the first six weeks. I'll tell you that much. No, and it's not going to TJ Hawkinson for half a season. And like it's, it it's probably not going to go to Sam Laporta in the early going. So Amon Ross St. Brown is going to be the target hog. And it's you, you can't really game plan his targets out of the game. You can limit the amount of production he might be able to get on those targets for a little bit, but the way, but as a slot receiver and the types of yards that he gets in the inter, the short to intermediate type of targets, defenses are going to give that to you. So mistake. I have mistake. I don't don't yeah, do that. I, I just I don't see a reason why you can't get a, be a thousand yard receiver again this year. He's he's a durable player. He's does the strength training. He's built like a freaking tank. I. I mean, I, I don't really trust the touchdowns. I mean, at five and a half here, I have him at six and a half. So we're within the margins there. And he had five and six in his first two years of his career. So he's yeah, right on the I numbers. Mean, so you kind of stay away from it. But like he was yeah. almost a thousand yard receiver as a rookie in the league, a fifth round rookie. And then last year was a, was an 1100 yard player. And yeah. again, was basically the only receiver they had in the offense for a majority of the season. They traded TJ Hawkinson in the middle of the year. Jamison Williams didn't come back until what, late in the season and wasn't very productive. Oh, and by the way, Chuck's not there this year. Right. So like, I, I don't. And it's still Ben Johnson running the offense. Correct. You know what? You've convinced me. It's not a cartwheel, but we're moving very quickly towards the betting window. Yeah. Again, I think this is a very, this is a very low number considering where he should be. I I have no reason to believe this year that he can't be a 1200 yard receiver if he's healthy. Uh, Let's talk about the Philadelphia Eagles, Jamie, shall we? And let's talk about one of their wide receivers. Maybe not the receiver that everyone thinks we're going to start with, because we'll start with Devonta Smith here on the show. 975 and a half on the yards. Six and a half on the touchdowns. Jamie, do people not remember that this guy was a 1,200-yard receiver last year with seven touchdowns? Do, do they forget? People aren't, people aren't paying it. So, like I said, and we talked about this a little bit when we did our final running back episode with Miles Sanders. Jalen Hurts deserves all the praise he got. But one of the factors of all the praise he got was a lot got overshadowed. And if you didn't really watch the Eagles a lot and you just listened to the coverage of the Eagles or read the coverage of the Eagles or watched Twitter, you would think it was Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown and their front seven. And there was no, and then that was it. That was the only thing that happened on the Eagles. Devonta Smith continues to be extremely underrated. He is a top end wide receiver who is way closer to the I don't, different types of players but it's closer to the talent level of A.J. Brown than people give him credit for. I love this one as well. So 975 and a half, I have him projected this year to get uh, 1,186 yards. I have him at 91 oh. catches, 92 catches, 1,186, and you have him. And a half. You have him. You have him taking a step backwards. He had 1,196 yards last year. So you don't think very highly of Devonta Smith. You think yeah, a I, step I, backwards in production. Off. Mm, falling yep, off not, the cliff. Not, yeah, I have him falling off by like three and a half catches in nine yards. I hate to uh, see it. I really think, I really think it's going to be a bounce. Uh, I guess it wouldn't be a bounce back. Regression. Bounce down a regression, regression for Devonta yeah. Smith in 2023. But you heard it here Devonta first, Smith folks. Smith is, is every bit of a wide receiver one. He is going to be heavily used in this a, offense. Epitome He's, of health. Epitome of health. Played in 17 games both years of his career. And as much of a target hog as A.J. Brown is. Uh, 104 is targets. Offense. 104 targets in his rookie year. 136 targets last year. It's a two-receiver offense. The ball mm-hmm. goes three, two places and the tight end. That's where the ball goes. 
Comes to good Goddard, luck stopping it. Comes to Brown and, and Devonta Smith like 10 times a game and also get Dallas Goddard. That's where the ball goes. And that's where the ball is going to continue to go because you can't stop all three. And by the way, most teams didn't. Right. And by the way, the Chiefs didn't really either. No, no, they didn't. <laughs> so uh, there, there's a lot of factors in there with this. Uh, the touchdowns, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not touching those. We should, we should have a happen, sign but... behind us, Jamie, that we can just point to. It says, don't bet on touchdown props. I know. I just, I have to feel, I think the line has to just be really wrong. Because I feel like, t- because. Have we had one that has felt really wrong? It might have been a quarterback. There might have been I a think qu- we probably did on the quarterback side because the problem is, is you start to deal with like realistically, just mathematically on running backs and wide receivers. What is the range of potential touchdown outcomes for most starters? It's like four to, I don't know, 12 reasonably when you're guessing. Yes, there's going to be guys to get more than that, but reasonably when you're guessing four to, so you're only really dealing with was that nine numbers, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, that's nine numbers that you're dealing with mm-hmm. doesn't leave a lot of wiggle room for you to, to find a lot of value versus in, in yards where you can have hundreds and hundreds of yards of different value. I remember one that we liked all three of these guys. We've had, a, I've had a hun- multiple hundreds of yards differences than the line here. It's tough to kind of do that with touchdowns. You don't have that same level. Cause you literally, you have nine numbers. We both felt very strongly about Justin Fields is under 19 and a half touchdowns. I remember that one. Yeah. And I think we both felt pretty strongly. I think Mahomes over touchdowns, but I can't remember what. I mean, at this point, that was that might as well have been six months ago. When yeah, we talked about I, mean, that. We, you know, I I don't remember half the stuff that we. said. I've been in four years. different countries. Yeah, since it's then. been it's been a wild ride. Including the uh, United States. Keenan Allen, the next receiver up uh, for the Los Angeles Chargers, uh, eight hundred and seventy-five and a half on the yards, five and a half on the touchdowns. Uh, look, Jamie, if the guy's healthy, he's going to hit this number. Yeah, but but yeah. like he played in ten games last year. Now before this that, is- he's been he's been pretty healthy, but like. Yeah, he's kind of had the weird run they, there where he went really unhealthy for a while, then super healthy again, and then last year was kind of. Eh. I'm I'm a little worried about the health, and I feel like they, they snuck into my spreadsheet for this one. Uh, oh. I, I, I have I have Keenan Allen projected for 14 games. I have him at 828 yards and 5.2 touchdowns. So this so is one of those too close to even want to even ex- explore either side. Yeah, because to me, the only reason why he's this low is because of injuries. But are you going to bet on Keenan Allen? First off, are you going to bet on any Charger to stay healthy for 17 games? Well, well here's the other thing, too, just Jamie. A, just as a principle. Here's the other thing, too, Jamie. They added to this wide receiver room. Mike yes. Williams is still there. They added Quentin Johnston. They have Palmer, Gerald Everett. They've still got Austin Eckler. Like, yeah. there's more mouths to feed than ever before in this Chargers offense. Of and so that would be a concern. So you've got the injury concern, and you've got now a volume concern, I think. I, I just, to me, I, I can't bet on this. I just can't. Uh, it's obviously too close to my rankings, but like, I don't know. Am I going to get 16 games? Am I going to get 10 games? Am I going to get eight games? Am I going to get 13 games? I don't know. And I know I'm going to get production when he's on the field. Talk to me about weekly props when we start doing that in season. And there, yeah. there's, there are going to be some options for me there because I think he might be priced a little low in those. But I just got to see him healthy. And I also got to see him healthy when he's on the field. Because he does, to his credit, he does try to fight through some things. As he and Mike Williams, but we have seen times where those guys come on the field at fifty percent, and it's very obvious that they're they're just they're trying their best, but they're just not there that day. So all of those reasons for me, I'm out. All right, Jamie, you got to help me with this next one. Yeah. You got to explain this one to me. Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Mike Evans. Yes, my guy, 
Let me just I'm just gonna look here statistically. Every year of his career, every single solitary season of his career, he's been a thousand yard receiver. He's had some bad quarterbacks throwing him the ball. I know he had those years with Tom Brady, but he's had some bad quarterbacks throwing him the ball. He's been a yeah. thousand yard receiver every year of his career. Why is this number nine twenty five and a half and his touchdowns are six and a half? You gotta explain it to me. I get it. Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask are gonna throw him the ball. But he's put up thousand yard seasons with some really bad quarterbacks. He has, um, but this might be the worst of the group. We don't love the coaching, and there's some other. I mean, and I think Chris Godwin. I'm trying to remember who who he was with in the pre Godwin era that might have. I mean, there was the Sean Jackson run. I'm trying to see who else would have been. I understand. Think, has he ever had a number two that would generate this sort of target share like Chris God, Godwin would? I can't. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking back at some of the teams because I know did Deshaun Jackson for a minute. Uh, I, I guess no, Vincent Jackson as well. Rest in peace, by the way. So he was able to do it early in his career uh, with Vincent Jackson there for for a second. How many usually play with Vincent Jackson? A few. I just here's the thing. I, I have I'm just not gonna be the guy. Hit. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna be the guy that bets the under on, on Mike Williams getting a thousand yards. I'll stay away I'm from kinda, it, but I'm not doing I'm kinda, it. I'm kinda sad they didn't just do nine ninety nine and a half like they did for Amon Ra. That would have been fun. Um I, I have him getting to a thousand and six. But which is, which is exactly what he did in twenty twenty. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. Um I don't feel great about it though, I'll be honest with you. Like I'm not I'm not gonna No, it can it. be a stay away. But like, yeah. I'm not going to be the guy that bets on this year being the year that Mike Williams doesn't get to a yeah. thousand yards. I, I think this is fine. I, have, I think a thousand yards and seven touchdowns is reasonable to expect. I, I do, but this is a complete stay away from me. I'm sorry, like just it is. I hope he does. I hope he gets a thousand. I, I wanted to see him keep this this streak going, but I have more concerns about him doing it this year than I ever have going into a season. I, I would agree with that. I mean, I guess since this became a thing, like obviously we didn't expect necessarily know he was going to be a thousand yard receiver as a rookie and all the other all that other fun stuff. But, but like, since we started tracking this and paying attention this, to it, the Undertaker streak has become a thing, right? Okay, like no, nobody, it, like it wasn't a streak when he was beating Giant Gonzalez. Okay, so like, but since this Correct. thousand yard streak has become a thing, I have never felt less confident that he was going to hit it than I do this year. Everybody's favorite sleeper breakout candidate, Running. Gabe Davis. Running. 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 It's not for an under. You don't run for unders. I run for overs. And you're running for I'm this over. The, I'll, I'll let you do your part. I will sure. say this, but I, I will continue my trend as I am fully on board of the Gabe Davis post-hype sleeper. I think because he was, one, he wasn't as bad last year as everybody. My guy had 836 yards and seven touchdowns last year. He was good. It was the best year of his career. He wasn't as bad last year as people want to remember. And he played less games. The hype was out of control going into the year. And to be fair, I understood why. Like that game against Kansas City was an all-timer. And I understand that, but like this team didn't add any pass catching weapons outside of Dalton Kincaid. They didn't add another wide receiver. They don't have a lot of options out the outside receiver. I love this. I'll let you do your part, Chris. I'll let you break down the numbers in the past. But like to me, this is the, this is the one where everybody bought in last year, got burned, and like screw this guy. I am buying all the stocks. This is the this is the uh, like the you know, the money is made when blood's running in the streets acronym, but this is for a fantasy where everybody sell, 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 sell. I'm buying. Gabe Davis, 775 and a half on the yards, six and a half on the touchdowns. Now he's hit these touchdown number two of the three years of his career, including last year. The yards number just last year with 836. 
But the important thing is, is he saw a massive increase in both targets and catches. He went from 63 being his career high in 2021 to 93 targets last season and then ended up with close to 50 catches, 48 catches. Only played in 15 games when each of the first two years of his career, it was 16. Uh, So you have that to factor in as well. Um, Yeah, I'm with you, Jamie. I I think you look at this and you say, even if he just what he was last year, you hit both of these numbers. Yeah, I I have him projected for 1,013 yards and 9.7 touchdowns. So significantly higher than both of these numbers. One of the best, I think the factor here too, is he doesn't need a ton of targets to get to this number. I do think he's going to be a hundred target guy, but he is one of the better yards per target receivers in the NFL. And just again, his style system, the way he is used to compliment Stefan Diggs in this offense, the way Josh Allen pushes the ball down the field. I love this. I think this is the year where Gabe Davis actually, I think Gabe Davis has the year this year. Everybody thought he was going to have last year. The next chunk of players we have to discuss here, Jamie, you've presented to me. There are five of them. Yes. Every single one of just them touchdowns. does not have a yards prop. We're just going down the touchdown bandwagon, which if you know anything about the show, we kind of yes. stay away from these. So Jamie, did, is, uh, he's steering I us directly into it here on the show. I know. I, I want because I didn't want to not include these. So there's five of these guys here that only had touchdown props associated with them and no yards. And I figure we can kind of lump, lump them in here and see, is there any value? Is there any reason why we should bet on these? Because normally I'd say no, but I think they're at least worthy of a discussion. My early gut says no looking at these four guys, but we'll see. Probably not. Van Jefferson, four and a half. Okay. Michael Gallup, four and a half. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, three and a half. Tyler Boyd, four and a half. Jahan Dotson, four and a half. Now I'll tell you, I kind of like the Jahan Dotson one, but then I remember that Sam House throwing him the football. So the only ones, I think Gallup, NVS, and Boyd are complete stayaways for me. They're they're cl- too close to the line. Jefferson and Dotson are interesting. I have Jefferson projected to get six, but I'll be honest with you, who the hell knows? Like I just who the hell knows? Right. The one I want to focus on is John Dotson. I know it's the one that caught your eye as it well. Did. I, I know Sam Howell's throwing him the ball, but again, this is another case of receiver that's a big pay, big play threat, plays bigger than his size, can get down the field. Uh, and I, and by the way, had a decent amount of success getting into the end zone last year, relative, you know, relative to expectations, you know, seven touchdowns last year and only 10 starts in 12 games, seven touchdowns on 61 targets. Uh, I think he could flirt with seven touchdowns again. I have him getting 85 right now. I have him getting 85 targets, 51 catches, 729 yards and 6.8 touchdowns. If I were to bet on a touchdown bet, if you said I had to bet on one of these five, I think Jahan Dotson's the clear one for me. Because I don't think, even with Sam Howell there, I don't think five touchdowns is very difficult for him to get to. When I look at some of the other guys on the list, Jamie, and like Tyler Boyd, that's a tough wide receiver room to, to break mm-hmm. out in and get the five touchdowns. Marquez Valdez. on the, the red zone, let's be honest. I, I know Tyler Boyd's gotten some scores here, but like you have T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. Where, yeah. I, where are you going to go? Right. One of those two guys, most likely. Um, Marquez Valdez Scantling. The Chiefs' offense is just so I yeah, right I don't know, exactly dude. exactly. I don't feel comfortable with that. Van Jefferson, you know how I feel about Van Jefferson. I think he's going to be the wide receiver three on this team. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you don't you don't like him as much as I do. Cooper Cup's gonna if Cooper Cup's healthy, he's going to get all the all of them. All of the targets are going to go towards Cooper Cup. Every single and one of them. In the red, and plenty in the red zone. Right. Michael Gallup. Maybe, but maybe again, he's wide receiver three. Right. Right. Like. So like, and let's be, let's be honest, Dak Prescott's touchdown, but has never been a heavy, heavy touchdown guy. No, 
No. Like relative to the other top quarterbacks, like in terms of like his his touchdown percentage is a lot lower than the other top quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. So I, for me, this is just this is just a if I'm gonna take one, it's Jahan Dotson, just because I think he's got the best opportunity to. Like the Rams, I I don't know what to make of the Rams for Tony. No. I have no idea. Again, would I be shocked if Van Jefferson caught six or seven touchdowns this year? No, absolutely not. But I'm just absolutely not. not. I'm not betting on but it. Do I want to bet on it? No. Nah. Absolutely not. Uh, that's group one of what is going to be five total groups that we're going to discuss here on the podcast over the various next couple of days. How about this for tomorrow's show, uh, Jamie? <clears throat> uh, Jamar Chase, A.J. Brown, Debo Samuel, just to name uh, two of the guys that we're going to discuss on the show Those tomorrow. Three guys, Chris. Did, did I say three names? Yeah, you did. I you thought said I said Jamar two Chase. names. You said Debo Samuel, and you said uh, whatever the other one was. Hmm. I don't think I said another AJ name. Other than, you said AJ Brown. You did. did I say AJ Brown? AJ Brown okay. and Debo Samuel. Okay. Well, those are just a couple three of the names, names. One, two, three. that you're going to hear uh, on tomorrow's show for group two of our wide receiver props breakdown. We've got a lot of big names left for us to discuss. You're going to want to come back, see us again tomorrow so you can get this insight where we're leaning uh, with these props ahead of the 2023 season. And again, you're going to hear our insights ahead of our props draft, which is going to be the conclusion of this entire series. We are going to... Uh, do a prop draft, take our top five or ten or however many we decide of our favorite props, and we're going to see who does better throughout the course of the season. So you can hear our early thoughts on that as well. So in the meantime, please rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, share the show. We greatly do appreciate it. You can catch the video version of the show on YouTube, the Draft Network on YouTube. While you're watching the video, give it a thumbs up, leave a comment, subscribe, turn on the notification bell. Come on back, see us again uh, tomorrow. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Schubert underscore. You can follow Jamie on Twitter at Jamie Eisner. Day three of attempting to get Jamie onto threads. Still a no. Still a no on the getting Jamie Eisner on, no. onto the threads. We'll get there. It'll happen. But, I think it'll happen before the season starts. But make sure, if you're listening to this early, get your takes on takes in. That's true. We have takes on takes this week as well. So you're going to want to do that uh, via Twitter, uh, via threads, via the TDM Premium Discord, all that stuff as well. If you're via threads at whatever Chris Schube with Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's CR Schube, S-C-H-U-B-E. I have no idea. It's something. It's just whatever my Instagram handle is. Uh, but that's going to do it for us here on this edition of the show. Hope you all have a great rest of your day. We'll talk with you all tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 